0: Ba-dow, 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 ba-dow,
1: ba-dow. I'm there every time ba-dow, ba-dow. Welcome back to Avatar the First Viewing. This is the podcast where we have a Avatar first timer and an Avatar expert where you watch the show from start to finish. I am your avatar expert, Eli.
0: I am Peter, I am your co-host, and Avatar Newbie. I am Nikki, and I am the director slash fact checker. Yeah, we love Nikki. We're in episode four now. Episode four, The Warriors of Kiyoshi.
1: So we always kick it off with the Newbie recap. So Peter, why don't you go ahead and recap us right up?
0: Yep, yep! All right, Newbie re- recap. So basically, in this episode, it's very uh, contained... Uh, They make a pit stop on this island where Aang wants to ride on these elephant carp. Uh, While that's happening, Team Avatar gets kind of like knapsack captured by these like warface painted warriors. They later realize that they have landed on an island called Kyoshi and they were the warriors of Kyoshi. But then when the villagers realize that Aang is the avatar, he's showered with, you know, praise and attention and pastries and stuff. Um, mm-hmm. until word gets out that that's where Aang is hiding. The word gets out to Zuko, Zuko. that that's Uh-oh. where the Aang is hiding. And Katara is already like, oh, we can't stay in places too too long. It's dangerous. Uh, but Aang, Aang is yum, 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 eating this up, eating up the attention, <laughs> eating up the love, and he doesn't want to leave. Meanwhile, he's having this, like, you know, crush, like, attention deficit. But that's not the, a thing. He wants Katara's attention, but she's not giving it to him, you know? Um, so he's sticking around. Zuko shows up on some badass rhino things, fucks she- <laughs> you fuck up in the village, and Aang is like, oh, I effed up, and uh, let's flee. So they uh, they run away. There's a cute little side story where Sokka is the, you know, like, girl's uh, girls, lame girl he warriors.
1: faces his sexism, yes. finally.
0: And uh, he reckons with that and asks the head kind of uh, warrior to teach him. They have an accelerated, very accelerated, quick, like meet cute, you know, fight yeah. training to a, a cheek- slash a,
1: l- a little bit of smooch smooching. At the yeah, a l- end.
0: little cheek smooch at the end. And then they uh, go their separate ways. And uh, Zuko is did they say her name, this character they did they did they did once like at the end i i forget okay. though because
1: i know this she she comes back oh this does character. she
0: okay she so it's does like, okay spoilers this is- i'm sorry
1: i'm sorry I typically don't uh, like. The, no. I shouldn't have said no, that. No, but like that, but that she gives does me back. something
0: to look forward to. I, I'm not mad about yeah. it. Listeners, don't be mad about that one. That one still uh-huh. gives something for us to uh, look forward to. And uh,
1: I apologize. I will not spoil. That's my job. Yeah. I'm to ask, so, what do you think will happen to these <laughs> characters? Well,
0: I could see it going either way. Like to me, that was very much like I talked about Brock and Pokemon before. Where like every village, Brock loves women, but. And gets, like, showered with attention but never gets the girl. Like, that's the anime trope okay. thing. Um, okay. I could see that happening at, like, every other village. With Sokka. Because he's a knucklehead. Yeah. But maybe, like, this one is the first one and the one or something where. Right. I mean, you can already see the show, like, asking you to ship them pretty hard.
1: Yeah, it's it's true and yeah. i know this is kind of leading us into predictions right away predictions so, it's time for predictions predictions
0: yep, yep. true to a kid's show there's like very clear themes here mm-hmm. one is around like letting attention go to your head to the point that you uh lose being considerate of your true friends and loved ones yeah. um and then the other one is around you know sexism and like being humble and being modest with Sokka. Mm -hmm. So I think Aang, you know, he's gonna take this to heart, I think, uh, and learn a bunch of different lessons like this. But, you know, him liking attention from like a dozen eight-year-old girls from the village got this village like burnt up, you know? And he's supposed to be the Avatar. He's supposed to save them. So I think this is his first step of maturing.
1: Yeah. And there is actually a little bit, there's a bit of a callback there. Mm. uh specifically to that point yeah um katara when she pulls him one thing i want to touch on you were a hundred percent right nikki mentioned this yeah that you you predicted correctly that there's going to be some moment when katara just unleashes water bending powers just out of nowhere when she goes into the water to save ang and oh, she does yeah, this like yeah. huge push thing creates a wave and yeah, she's yeah, like yeah. blasted back from yeah, the yeah, yeah. Um, big uh serpent thing yeah so that happens but after that when Aang is on the beach and he's kind of like uh, exhausted yeah. and he wakes up and it's kind of a callback to when he first comes out of the iceberg and he wakes up from his slumber and he yeah, says, yeah,
0: yeah.
1: do you want to go penguin sledding with me? And it's like, yeah, this, yeah, yeah. Oh, it's just a little baby. But this time when he wakes up, he's also in, in Katara's arms and he's like, he said something that was it? like, this is my it. fault.
0: What no. he say? It depends which time you're talking about, but I'm pretty sure he says Katara, don't go Unagi riding. It's no fun oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. or something like that,
1: <laughs> which is the opposite of let's ride the penguins. Yeah.
0: yeah, yeah. It's yeah. It, it's su- super neatly tied in a bow and like super pure. I would say, uh-huh. we'll, well, I'll talk about this when we get to critiques, but it, like it was super predictable. <laughs> this episode yeah, yeah, to yeah, me yeah. was the most predictable episode. Totally. On all fronts. Was- I saw everything coming from like 10 miles away. <laughs>
1: yeah, Exactly.
0: Like girls can't fight.
1: Yeah, yeah. What
0: do you think? You know? You knew that the Unagi was gonna come back later. Yeah. You know, you... And, oh we can't find the avatar. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh,
1: uh, we found the avatar.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and they didn't address it this episode, but to get to uh Katara, you know, you see her kind of like tinkering with water here and there. Uh they kind of mm-hmm. pass over the big big water push that you that you called out. But I wonder if they're gonna reflect back on that next episode. Um, yeah, because it wasn't too, too impressive to me, but it was definitely the biggest thing she's done so far mm-hmm. with her waterbending. Oh, maybe other than like cracking the iceberg when she was angry. She also pulled the water out of his throat, which was a really beautiful Oh, moment. that's true. That's true. I like First that First type
1: of a waterbending healing that she yes.
0: does. Ooh, yes. Mm-hmm. See, I love, they, they kind of peppered it without like talking about it. But like, oh, yeah. here are different innovative ways, different creative ways exactly. to use bending. And like like I said last episode, I love that stuff. Give me more. Mm-hmm. I'll eat it up. Yeah. Yum, yum.
1: And Aang has his little fun little marble trick.
0: Yeah. yeah oh, I might suppose was, you call that
1: a clever thing. Yep, Something that uh, a kid that knows airbending would want to learn.
0: Yeah. <laughs> How about this?
1: Yeah. <laughs> I, love I love that. that. This, I think it's kind of a meme, like his face. Dude, it is, it like is such a meme. Yeah. <laughs> I, think,
0: um, I think I love the way they animate uh, face reactions in this yes. show. Yes. And they're not afraid to use it on the serious characters either, like Zuko.
1: Yeah. That is kind of bringing me to my favorite scenes. Let's do it. Yep, yep. This episode had the most Scooby-Doo-ass <laughs> shit in any, <laughs> in any of the. Elaborate, elaborate. I, f- I feel like in any other episode in the whole series, this was probably the goofiest episode that they ever goofy. made. There, there's just a montage when he's like love and life on the island. Yep. Um, and he's like the painter and like the, just the, the voice acting of the painter – oh it's just the avatar and then he pulls down and there's like one girl oh yeah oh, yeah. This is a girl. oh that's and then there's so good girl, oh it's too good like
0: <laughs> his voiceover is right, hilarious
1: right. but it's very wacky but especially oh my god that montage when great. the montage yes but the goofiest shit that the show has ever done was when he the first scare he gets of the big monster when he's riding the koi fish and then he's like Whoa! And there's the Looney Tunes sound of the, whoa, 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 whoa. yep, yep. Like he like runs. I was
0: going to say that it was very Acme. It was very uh, yeah. Looney Tunes. And then the, there's the shot of him
1: running away from the monster. The animation looks like trippy. It, his
0: face looks just I cannot even describe it. He no, looks yeah, yeah. crazy.
1: They did and the uh, animation looks bonkers.
0: They did that thing in uh, in animation where they they intentionally animate like multiple limbs like moving fast at the same time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <clears throat> and the, even the face like kind of distorted to convey like how distressed and like fast or... it's moving. Yeah, uh,
1: yeah. How about you? What favorite scenes?
0: Dude, I had a bunch. Uh, I had I had strong favorite scenes and a and a, and a couple strong critiques to this episode. Uh, okay, so let's
1: let's hear let's. Let's hear.
0: Yeah. First favorite scene. I I have multiple. Sorry. I have multiple. When he first carp rides, I thought that was awesome. (laughs) I love enchanting childhood, like joy type things. And Uh he looks over to Katara who's not looking and he does the classic. Oh "Oh, man. man. (laughs) Um, Yeah. I love that. This is just a random thing. This isn't even like a favorite thing, but like Every time they said yeah. Unagi, I just think, thought of the Friends episode where uh, Ross says Unagi. I don't know if you know that. I, There's an episode I, of that's Friends episode. Add it to the list yeah. of shows I haven't yeah, seen. There's so I'm many sorry. references that if I fucking make this yeah. podcast. But um, anyway, other favorite uh, moment, I guess, is when Zuko does a little breakdancing fire move yeah. <laughs> when he's on the on the patio. Yeah, Th- That I was like, again, like more bending related moves. Give it to me. Yeah. Um uh-huh. and then uh I think my actual like most most favorite scene this is a Scooby Doo yeah. do moment where they set it up and they just hit it out of the park. The one of the first scenes of the episode is like, "Hey Katara, check this out." They he gets the marbles out and does this yeah. little like fidget spinner ass move on in yeah. his hand. <laughs> and then uh Katara like doesn't even look and she's like, "Oh, that's great, Ang. Good you." Yeah. Um, because, you know, in some re- respect, she's kind of babysitting him and yeah, she's, you can tell this episode that Aang has developed like a bit of a crush on her, not necessarily romantically, but like.
1: This is, Nikki has a good point about this topic. Yeah. I'm coming. She's coming, she's walking over with Animal Crossing in her hand.
0: Especially at the end of the episode when they're interacting, their relationship at this point feels very Luke and Leia to me and like Ooh. the beginning of their trilogy where you're like. There could be a crush in romantic feelings here, but it's like I intuitively know that's not what this is going to become and it's going to be more
1: of a sibling sort of
0: relationship. I, wow, that is so nail on the head, Luke and Leia. That's so good because it's not, there's love there, but there's, it's it's not necessarily romantically charged, but there is a a sense of like, huh, what could it be kind of thing. Um, Yeah,
1: exactly. There's some romance I would still call Luke and Leia, especially you know, because George Lucas didn't – he was like – didn't really know. He was just like well, oh, yeah, yeah. Princess Leia. You know, he hadn't created the whole universe yet. Yeah. And so there's definitely romance between them in the first original thing. And this is, I think, a form of like a childlike romance.
0: Yeah. Casual incest is a tried and true trope <laughs> in the classical fantasies.
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, that's a good point. <laughs>
0: Anyway, my favorite scene, they set it up with, like, Katara not paying attention to it as a marble trick, but then when he gets off of, uh, when he meets the village and says, check this out, and then he looks and makes a smirky, funny face and does the same move, and (laughs) (laughs) there's a crowd of shrieking girls jumping up and down, and, like, one of them, like, gargling at the mouth and fainting. (laughs) The frothing. yeah. Yeah, like, frothing at the mouth and fainting, like 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 beetlemania like it it was so it was such a meme but i yeah i laughed out loud at that i just loved it yeah. and uh i mean it's just it's the so unexpected. yeah yeah exactly you're like wow they like really went over the top like knowingly like tongue in yeah. cheek and for that laugh exactly. and i thought it was great and it also sets up the episode where like he wanted that it. a ton this episode yeah, yeah yeah he wanted the attention didn't get it but super hard got it so yeah. then he was hooked which led him to do mm. a stupid thing and then he learned a lesson yeah. and that's the formula
1: <laughs> yeah they, they, yeah that's the the first season has a lot it's more these self-contained little adventures with a nice bow as the top of it yeah 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 um, and it it, it it changes a bit uh, the story become the, the story is uh, has a stronger driving force as it, it goes on but I think it is now time for critiques I know you said you had some so let's hear them Peter yep
0: yep I got some critiques, man. First one's just a fun one not even a critique but those those rhinos have some have some long tails and also if you're if you're a naval ship you know having rhinos as cargo and having to feed them and keep them you know nah, yeah th- that that's me being an asshole uh, no
1: no that that makes sense i mean yeah i can i can totally see that
0: yeah it's just not practical but, you know but uh i did think it was badass that they ride rhinos
1: and their ship is shaped like a rhino
0: oh yeah that's true too it's kind of designed uh-huh. with like the horn shape in mind the horn. And They they kinda you know, reminiscent of Triceratops, kind of. Actual, I think most actual compelling critique I have is that this is a, like, kind of hidden peaceful village. The village elder, leader, whoever, specifically says, hey, we've kept out of the war so far. Mm-hmm. You know, how do we know you're not, like, fire... Uh, spies. Fire Nation spies like basically like they've super consciously stayed out of the war but they immediately like start attacking the Fire's Fire Nation soldiers. Yeah, that's a good point. And I'm like that come on.
1: Yeah, they they didn't they didn't address that because I understand that they're huge fans of the Avatar considering it's named after a past Avatar. Yeah. It looks like all of the other war- the Kyoshi warriors dress in the same fashion that this other avatar did. Yeah. So that's I think their motivation to do so, but I I agree with you that if they're that peaceful, they would probably react by saying, "Yo, get get out of here. We'll cover you." Like, "We'll we'll like be whipped or whatever, be yeah, flame yeah, yeah. slashed and you get your bison out of here real quick." Yeah. Which ended up happening, but before they fought. Mm-hmm. I
0: guess okay, I'll walk it back like a little bit. Maybe they have this newfound courage because they now know that the avatar is alive. Right. But yeah. you know, ultimately if this was an HBO remake, the, <laughs> uh, the whole village like half the village would have been killed. And the village would have yeah, burned yeah, down. Yeah. You know? They they wouldn't they have the attack.
1: They imply that, that he definitely caused destruction, but yes. you know, it's Nickelodeon. So no one died. No They're yeah. all they were all outside of the they're burning buildings, they got extinguished just as the flames yeah, 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 were yeah. encroaching on the, the kids.
0: And then um you know, the fact that like Sokka like learned how to be a better fighter in like three hours was like <laughs> You know, a bit man, yeah. but you know, also, you know, I'll take it.
1: That's kind of what my critique is. Um, I generally hate rushed relationships like this. Yeah. Where uh, first, I mean, there wasn't really an indication initially that her name is Suki, the like Kyoshi warrior. Oh, yeah. yeah. Suki and Sokka would be a thing initially. But, you know, once they start fighting, like once he approaches her at the studio,
0: or yeah, the fighting yeah,
1: yeah. dojo or whatever, there is a bit of a, the way she talks to him is like, a, oh, what? You're a boy and you're coming. It's this kind of yeah. a little flirty thing. It's a um, flirty condescension. I see, yeah. And I, I like the flirting again when like she, he is able to like throw her to the ground for the first time. Yeah. And she's yeah, all yeah. embarrassed. And It's kind of this cute, like teen sort of romance thing, you know, yeah. know, for animation. But I don't see how, you know, in a couple, just like you're saying, first of all, that he becomes a warrior in three hours and also that he wins her heart in three hours. I hate when they do that shit. It reminds me of, I don't know why it's making me think of this, but in, you know, in the latest Star Wars movie, <laughs> Ray and, uh, what's his name? Kylo Ren kissing him in. I'm like, what? What? It just it didn't seem right to me.
0: Wait, did that happen?
1: It did happen at the
0: end. I think I blocked that out of my head. It's like, oh God. Oh, huge spoiler alert, by the way, if if you haven't seen the Sorry guys, sorry for the spoilers, but it's on
1: DVD. Once it's on D V D spoiler,
0: it's uh open. No
1: no more spoilers. Yeah. It's on (laughs) Disney Plus, so it's on you now.
0: Today's podcast is sponsored by Disney Plus. By Disney Plus. Yes. Watch
1: um the greatest hits ever in the newly released yeah, um, Star Wars, episode nine. Sick of everything the, on
0: Netflix? Try Disney Plus for one month and quit.
1: And the, yeah, try a free trial. <laughs> Once that runs out, make a new email and do another free trial. That runs out, another email. Remember, it's free to create new emails. You can never write <laughs> yeah. out. Um, do we have a
0: freshman year thesis? Dude, I, I defer to you on that one, man. You always have a good okay. one.
1: Yep, yep. I do have a, a, a theory. This one is very freshman year. Okay, <laughs> get this. Heavy on the freshman So at the end of the episode, yeah. the village elder, he looks out to the avatar flying away. And he says, oh my thank God. you, avatar. That was such
0: a forced like line that they wrote
1: <laughs> in. Oh, thank you for my city being half burned down. But that is, what I, that is what I'm touching on. Why would he say, thank you, avatar, to the avatar that brought the war to his peaceful island that the Fire Nation apparently wasn't attacking before for yeah. hundreds of years. Yeah. And when he was saying thank you, Avatar, you know what he was saying thank you for? Hmm. He was saying thank you for bringing the war here because his secret intention is for the Fire Nation to exert control because he is the Fire Nation spy.
0: Whoa, that's a heavy, heavy on the freshman Heavy conspiracy. on the freshman year. So it's like a, heh <laughs> Thank you, Avatar. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, that's bogus. Yes. Hundred bogus yes. points to Gryffindor, man.
1: <laughs> and at the end, it goes the uh, CSI Miami thing.
0: Yeah.
1: <laughs> oh, bam, bam, bam. He puts on his glasses.
0: That's what it does. You know, I could force a bogus thesis.
1: Yes, I want you to.
0: Um, Oh, boy. I think this is me just getting on a soapbox and, like, forcing it into the Avatar narrative. (laughs) But I would probably write some bullshit essay thesis on uh, how, like, good men aren't truly good men until they've experienced power and stayed good men in the face of power and influence. Yes. You know, I could pull in a lot of, like, historical figures on that. I think, uh, you know, I think Aang in a preteen version of it experienced it this episode and that's one of the big overarching themes but yeah that's that's definitely like self-righteous soapbox moment but uh i could see myself writing that essay as a, as a freshman
1: i i i definitely see that in uh the power that Aang wields yeah there's definitely a historical precedent for that um i know that this is a. I don't have the name of him here but there was a roman emperor Mm. who ex- assumed the title of emperor and dictator yeah. um, temporarily just to defeat um, an external threat. Oh, and then when it was yeah, over, we'll he immediately resigned and said, I'm done now and I'm going to be a farmer the rest of my life. And that yeah. is someone that George Washington – um, had as a heavy inspiration for the way oh. that he, he was a leader.
0: Yeah, a leader. fair enough. If any Hamilton fans are listening, you know that song with George Washington. George Washington's going home. It's when he's stepping down. I saw
1: that Hamilton once. Teach him how um, to say goodbye. Hamilton, it was a great musical. Yeah. Any time oh, oh, I've ever listened to any song, I smell
0: a butt. Huh? I smell a butt. Any,
1: yes, the butt is coming. <laughs> anytime time I've listened in any context to any of the songs outside of the actual per- yeah. live performance, uh-huh. it's 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 truly awful. I think. Oh no! <laughs> like I'm sure that the songs oh, no. they put, and I know you have a different. You have a. A much cl- better perspective on Hamilton than I do. Yeah. With you know your circumstances, but yeah. Um,
0: <laughs> My circumstances. <laughs> your
1: circumstances. Yeah. But Peter is secretly a Hamilton guy. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, but but I'll, um, I'll elaborate on that after. You know, I saw finishes. I saw the the show. I was blown away. I thought it was excellent. Yeah. But whenever I hear people singing it. Or they put the music on, like, what is this crap? What <laughs> this <kind> of-
0: <laughs> Wait, that's so funny. John says the exact same thing. He's like, yeah. this is meant to be listened to with those stage performance and nowhere yeah. else. Exactly.
1: I, I cannot bop to it on
0: Spotify. So no way. I, I, I am one of those people that listen to musical theater on its own all the time. I get jazzed up. Um, you had
1: that on your iPod shuffle, just like. If I, one, I if I had one, I would have. If
0: I had one, if I had a shuffle, I would. <laughs> I disagree with you. And also, that song, though that uh, that soundtrack, got me. Or it's not a soundtrack. It's a cast recording. Okay. I was I was corrected multiple times by Yvette. <laughs> yes, uh,
1: the special uh, special circumstance. Yeah,
0: uh, cast recording got me through banking, man. Like I listened to that shit, really, <laughs> cranking on Wall Street. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, yeah.
1: Oh man!
0: Yeah, like, wait, that's I am me. not throwing away my. shot. <laughs> Just a fun fact: the hat that I'm wearing, for most of these uh, podcast recordings and on the cover of the podcast, is actually a Hamilton uh, hat. That on the uh, back of it, I couldn't really. Let's yeah, see it. I cannot <laughs> on the on the back of it. It says A. Dot Burr, referring to Aaron Burr. Aaron and, Burr, and and one of the one of the almost final songs, mm-hmm. A. Dot Burr. Because uh, the wow. original actor, no Leslie idea. Odom Jr., is uh, one of my favorite Broadway performers. And I and I also just love that character. Maybe not the yeah. historical figure as much, but like at least in the musical. And uh, a good friend of mine and an ex, Yvette. I hope she listens one day. I hope she listens to this. <laughs> yeah, she was in the uh, L.A. In, she's going to be in the L.A. cast of Hamilton. So I got really close to that show in, in a lot of different ways. Well, but um, you know, maybe
1: someday we'll have the Avatar season one live on stage. I would watch it. Dude,
0: I would watch Avatar the musical so hard.
1: I would love to see how they would do the airbending. Yeah. With like the or like the fire bending, and you could feel oh, the fire yeah. sitting in the audience. That would I be. I could sick. see
0: the theater magic happen, like the the paper mache and the lighting. But with the
1: like the uh the, the canvas in the background where they're yeah, like yeah, yeah. put projecting the lights to make it yeah. look like water. They're like rippling
0: <laughs> the Dude, even imagine even just the opening sequence in like oh like that stage would performance
1: because it looks like a stage yeah listen i'm bringing this i'm calling yo do you know mr broadway do you have his number we're gonna call him up after this yeah
0: mr broadway okay. i i know his son oh june broadway junior broadway junior right? <laughs> uh-huh would you guys watch uh, Avatar the Musical? I think so. Why, why, don't you, uh, why don't you leave
1: it in the comments section or the review <laughs> section? Uh, I don't know how this feedback loop works on podcasts, but do something and, and help us, please. Let us know. I think it's time to wrap it up. And lastly, I just want to thank our sponsor, Disney+. Plus. Um, make sure you check out the movie Onward because they made no money off of that movie. Uh, It came out like two weeks, a week before COVID. And then they just put it on Disney Plus after it being in the theaters for three weeks. I feel really bad for everyone involved with that movie. Rip box Um, office. I heard it really wasn't even that good either. So please give that movie maker some love. And you know what? Speaking of giving some love, give this podcast some love. Please uh, rate it on wherever you're listening to and if you know someone that watches Avatar or has watched Avatar, send it their way and see what they think. And if they yeah. hate it, even better.
0: Yeah, I would let love us know to
1: fight all of them.
0: Yeah, <laughs> let <laughs> us know what you like. Let us know what you like in the comments. Let us know what you don't like, and uh, we're we're happy to yeah. tweak and grow with you.
1: Now that now that we're um, fading out of here, and the, yeah, this beautiful <laughs> music is playing, uh,
0: any words of wisdom? Order unagi sushi. It's really yummy. Thank you.